Thanks for listening last week. We were so excited to see that people were listening to us um, just besides us because <laughs> I accidentally listened to the podcast on Spotify while I was at work. I didn't realize I didn't have the sound on. So um, one of the one of our 12 views or listens was me. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um, this has just been mostly a fun thing to do for the both of us to get off our phones and off the couch and stop watching crappy tv and crappy movies even though we'll probably still do that well yeah that's we'll we, talk about them yeah, on here we can just talk about them yeah instead of watching them yeah so thank you we really appreciate it Welcome back to uh, our podcast, which is now called Sturdy Event. Sturdy Event. Thank you, JR. Yes, thank you, JR. One of our many listeners our suggested it. Super, super valued listener at that. Um, suggested it. And then also our description of our podcast was also written by him. So did you already update that? I did. Yep. Cool. I did. So thank you, JR, for your input. Um, if anyone else has input, find us on Instagram. Sammy Sturd and John Sturd. We'll have to make our Instagram for the show eventually. Yeah, we will. Um, so, John, I don't know if you can hear. Um, well, it's so smooth with this new thing. <laughs> John and I are drinking a new bottle of wine this week. It's from Breakwater Vineyards in, is it Owl's Head, Maine? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think so. No. Doesn't say. Maybe it is. It's, main, it's made with Maine blueberries. Yeah, it's, um, what's it called? Breakwater. Yep. It's called Breakwater Blues, Maine Blueberry Wine. I don't taste any blueberries at all. Um, also, I guess it should be known that John and I don't really drink wine very often. That helps aerate it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Um, we normally drink Tisdale wine, which is like five bucks at Hannaford. Anywhere. <laughs> and yeah. anywhere, but we mostly just buy from Hannaford. Yeah. And because we both like sweet wine and... Um, aren't too into the acid. I don't like the the feeling that most wines, like, it feels like it comes through my nose. Like the, Mm -hmm. the smell or like, yeah, the burn comes through my nose. Like a lot of times you'll feel a burn when you're drinking liquor, but I don't want to have that with wine. You also don't want to have that with liquor. No, you want it to be smooth, but sometimes. I'm saying you just, you just don't like drink in general. No, I don't really like to drink. Honestly, the only time I drink is for this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we tried the podcast earlier, uh, and it, it didn't work, yeah. but we didn't have wine. Yeah, we didn't have wine, and yeah, we were both completely sober. I've had yeah. a few sips of this wine, and John's had a glass now. Yeah. I guess you it's could call it juice. a glass. It's a, it's a little yeah. tasting glass, I suppose. I think it's a I mean, it'd be the same size with a stem, right? Yeah, yeah. Normal. It's a stemless wine glass. Yeah, so this week we wanted to um, talk a little bit about this movie we watched. Uh, oh, Ex- I forget okay, the title. Okay, I'm going to remember again. Extremely violent, uh, extreme, so gross and super violent. No, ex- uh, Ted Bundy. 
Yes, okay. it was the Ted Bundy movie on Netflix with Zac Efron and Lily Collins. So, let's see. Let me IMDb this. It is Who? called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Who was the actor in it? Snack Efron. Snack Efron, is yeah. Okay. the name yeah, that John know. came up with for it. Um, if you like Zac Efron, Snack Efron, sorry. Thank you. Then um, his butt is in the movie twice. So, I guess if that's a... <laughs> Review. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> you know? Um, and, I mean, I just... Tell us what you thought about the movie. It, it was... Just watch the Ted Bundy files. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just watch that. Because the movie had nothing to do with, like, the actual life of Ted Bundy. It was just the court case. Yeah. Which is interesting. But I wouldn't say it's the most interesting part of who Ted Bundy is. Right. Right? Yeah. And the, the Ted Bundy files go over so well, but they also give you, like, the background of Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. And this movie just kind of assumes you know it. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, it was just kind of boring. It was a little boring. I had seen all the stuff before. Right. Um, they didn't need to make a whole movie of it. Hmm. I mean, they... They tried to make it um, from his wife's perspective, who was played by Lily Collins. A little bit. I think that was, like, their whole goal. Like, hold on, let me read this IMDb thing. Uh, Young single mother reluctantly tips... Oh, wait, that's, like, giving the whole thing away. Never mind, I won't read that. But, um, no, it was just, like, they... I feel like they marketed it as that's told from Ted Bundy's wife's perspective. And, like, in the beginning, the first shot was her talking to Ted Bundy um, through the glass window in prison. Yeah. Clearly after everything that happened with him. And then it just kind of goes to their first meeting, and then it just, like, fast-forwards through their entire life um, because her daughter's, like, full-grown at that point. And... Then they, it was just like Ted Bundy going to Colorado and then Utah and then Florida and like killing these people and the police going after him and him escaping. And we thought like, I guess it doesn't, doesn't make us a little bit like. Macabre. If we wanted to see the actual murders. I want to see the murders. Yeah. That's. Like Zodiac. What would it have been like if we didn't even see the murders? And it was just, it was just the fact that. This is I mean, this, that's is this what creepy the drama guy. Is. That's what the drama is, and even mm-hmm. the title of it, like the extremely violent, yeah. whatever the fuck quote yeah. from the guy. You know, it's it's talking about Ted Bundy's history, like it's talking about the stuff he has done, yeah. and you want to see that, yeah, because you don't have any stake in like the court case if like you don't know how bad this dude actually is, right? You're actually kind of like. Are a little sympathetic with him, right? Yeah. The the for during the movie, because like you don't actually you never see him be a murderer. He's just like no. a self assured dude that's fighting for his freedom. Yeah, he like through the entire movie he's claiming, and I mean that was real life, but he mm-hmm. was claiming that he never did anything, he never killed anyone, nothing happened, but he clearly did. He clearly did 
Yeah. Kill these women. Right. And even, like, near the end of the movie, I was like, what did Ted Bundy do again? Like, because yeah. I was just kind of like, I knew he was a bad guy, but I didn't know that, like, you know, he had sex with the women that he killed. Like, a lot of them were headless. Mm-hmm. And then he would, like, just bash women's brains in and stick things inside them. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I, that wasn't portrayed at all in the movie. Right. You didn't know that. Right. And that's like, and that's not necessarily the stuff that I want to see. No, no, no. I didn't want to see that. But, but like, I want, I want to see him like luring these girls in. Yeah. And, like, you know, using his charm and snack effrontness to mm-hmm. get into their houses and stuff. And yeah. Like, then, you know, you can imply the murder. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll let you pass. But mm-hmm. I want to, I want to have an investment in the movie. Right. And I didn't. No, because like we said. We watched the Ted Bundy tapes, so we saw all of him, all of the footage they had of him pretending that he never did anything. They don't have any footage of him actually committing any crimes, and so that's kind of what we were looking for in this. Right, yeah. But. But it was just, Snack Efron did well. He, yeah, I think the acting was really well, yeah. like, well done. Mm-hmm. But I felt the story was not there. Right, no, no, it wasn't. It was not. What, what what rating would you give it? I think I gave it like a five. Five? Yeah. 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 It's hard because if you don't have a good story, like you could act the crap out of it and it would still be a bad movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same with like if you have a good story, you can ruin it with acting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Jennifer Lawrence in any movie she's done. <laughs> Yeah. But, oh, yeah. sorry if Jennifer Lawrence is a listener. Yeah, oh, sorry. Shit. Dang it. Fuck. Fuck. Jennifer, if you want to be on our podcast, just yeah. contact us. There goes our sponsorship. Oh, dang it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you? Um, okay, so moving on, let's talk about episode four of Game of Thrones. It was called The Last of the Starks. Even though there's two. Three. Mm. There's three of them. I guess it's plural, though. Debatable. How is that debatable? Because Arya, like, is no one. And Bran is the three-eyed raven. Sansa's uh, the only one left. Really. No, she's married to Dinklage. <laughs> she's a tear. That's a, another question. That, what's like, her last name? Lannister. Who? She's a Lannister. Lannister. Yeah. Oof. But that's another thing that's, like, a little bit, like, are they still married, technically? Like. Under the eyes of God, yeah. Because their marriage wasn't annulled before she married Ramsay. But never, she never consummated. She never them. consummated with Dinklage. So if they, like, just fall in love with each other and, like, they have sex, are they now married? I don't know. I'm not too familiar with I don't uh, really know the... Law. Yeah, that the old marriage laws and such. Yeah, I, I doubt that'll happen in the next two episodes, but it's just something... I imagine that's something that their seven gods would have to, like, deliberate on, mm. right? Like The old gods and the new? I thought there was seven, they had, the like... seven kingdoms. I thought they had seven gods, though. Oh, like, mother... Under the seven, isn't that what I always say? Or something like that? Like, warrior, mother... I don't know. Those things? I, that's what they say I'm when they get married. I'm talking way past my knowledge. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But the most recent episode was... Like, I actually thought it was the 
best episode of the season so far. Low bar, low fucking but bar. But very, very low. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think the only thing that I I enjoyed about it more than the other ones is that it had the first element of like conspiracy to it, right? Like, yeah. The first two episodes, there's there's no reason to be watching because they're not like yeah. planning anything. They're not planning against one another, right? And then the third episode is just a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. Yeah. But then the fourth one, it's like, oh, John or Daenerys. Like, okay, so there's some there's some descent being sowed here and mm-hmm. stuff's happening. We get to right. see King's Landing again. Yep. Like, there's stuff there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's nonsense. Right. Right? Like, illogical. Um, so, I the episode was... <laughs> It's strong. I just think we're not used to strong wine. I can drink strong things. You can drink strong whiskey. Mm-hmm. But you normally go, bleh, when you drink it. No, I just let the ice melt so it gets watered down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, anyways, the Game of Thrones. So, there were so many things about the episode that was just like, that wouldn't happen. Can you do a rapid-fire list of all the inconsistencies or illogical things? So who built all the funeral pyres that they all died on? Who built those? Who Did they pre-build those before anyone died, and they just stacked the bodies on top of them? Many hands make light work. They didn't have many people left. Because they, like, it seems like it's, like, that morning. They had a couple boatloads. Right? And that's a big number. I mean, when you say, like, there's a boatload of people. Yeah. Right? They had at least two that I remember seeing. Yeah. But still, that was frustrating. Uh, sorry, rapid fire, though. Um, Another one. Uh, I mean, the whole... Oh, let's see. What else? I'm trying to think you of between... about them all week. I know. I'm trying to think of the <laughs> moment between that and... You okay, need to so, go in order. Okay. Yeah. So the part where Rhaegal was killed by Yeah, what about it? By the Greyjoy guy. Okay. How did they not see those ships coming? Right? Like how they're flying up in the sky. They're pretty high up in the sky. It was a really how, foggy day. No one. Oh shit. But they were like high up in the sky and flying, and they're like, oh, yep, we're gonna go attack King's Landing. Oh crap, we just got shot down. And Rhaegal dies. I don't get it. I, like, how did they not see that? And then why didn't, like, I feel like your first instinct when you get shot by something is to, like, oh crap, I should get out of here. But they literally just kept going. And, and Daenerys was still going on Drogon, too. She was still, like, flying straight ahead. It's like, She's watching her child be murdered, and she's still just flying. Why doesn't she, like, try to get them out of there? She like, was surprised. You watch your child get shot in the throat, and you do a barrel roll. <sighs> what happened? I, I, I felt like it was a little... It was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> and, and then, like, the part where Tyrion falls off the boat... And then the mask comes and hits him in the head. Like, we're assuming it hits him in the head because it shows from his perspective it falling Uh, onto him and then the screen goes black. That was my biggest Wouldn't you think 
that like, he got hit in the head and he got knocked out. At least have someone dragging him out of the water. Yeah. Right? Like, and then all of a sudden he's on the shore. He wouldn't have just magically ended up there. Yeah. Without someone's help. Yeah. And there was like... You know what would have been great? What? If somehow Dinklage gets knocked in the head mm-hmm. and then cut to Ghost jumping in at, like <laughs> to the water out of nowhere yeah. and saving Dinklage and dragging him on the shore. And then John's like, you're right. I was wrong. I should have kept you around, Ghost. You saved Dinklage. But John didn't see that. John is on his way from Winterfell to King's Landing. Shit. He wasn't even there. Why weren't John there? He was on his way from Winterfell to King's Landing. He was on the horse. Then how did those people get onto boats? Those people just went on the boats. They went... Well, yeah, I'm I'm not too familiar with, like, the map of Westeros. It's only the first seven-season intro. <laughs> <laughs> well... Also, the Risk Ward game we own. But, like, I don't know where the water is in, in regards to where Winterfell is. On the Game of Thrones Risk Board game, mm-hmm. you can travel from any port to any port within the same hemisphere. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe they were just going by risk rules. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But I know that the road from Winterfell to King's Landing is very, very long. Yeah, well, it's so like So it's going to take John a long time Maine to, to get California, there. California, right? I don't know how big it is. Well, I'm not sure. I'm just saying, like, opposite ends of the map. Right? Yeah, it's opposite right. ends yeah. of the map, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so it was just like, it was just like a very frustrating thing that they thought they could pull a fast one over on us like that. And then John not even saying goodbye to Ghost. He did say goodbye to Ghost. No, he didn't. He didn't. He, like, waved or looked long. No. Well, he looked. He looked. That's not saying goodbye. John's got a good repertoire Ghost has saved him so many times from death. And even yeah. when he died. But Ghost has also he was fucked by him over side. a lot. When? Remember when he was, like, hiding from the White Walkers and then Ghost was hiding <laughs> and he was like, ruh, ruh. and John was like, shh. But they heard him? Yeah. Wait, that didn't happen. (laughs) No. But, no, that was frustrating that he didn't even say goodbye to this dog who had been by his side. And and, and then Tormund, we're guessing that Tormund and all the wildlings just go north again. That they just go and decide to... Well, he kind of refers to it that way. Mm -hmm. That as soon as the storms are done, then he's going to pack up. But you know that the second sons are going to come into play and Tormund's going to come back. And that's where they're going to get their remaining army. You think? I think so. I mean... Because, like, how else are they going to have the men to do what they want to do? And I, I just don't get why they didn't try to, like, round up all of the people that are on their side to go... To King's Landing. Well, that's what Sansa said to do. Yeah, Sansa's, like, literally the smartest... I agree with Arya. She's the smartest person I've ever met. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) No, I just... I think that Sansa is, like, way more qualified than everyone is giving her credit for. I also just think the writers are dumb. The writers are completely stupid. It is dumb. They... The reason for not having... Ghost and Jon say goodbye to each other was a lot to do with CG... And they were like, it just felt like a more natural thing for them to just say goodbye that way. What? That makes no sense. Well, so the reality is Ghost is a possession. (laughs) And he's not worth, he's not worth saying bye to. Right? Like, I wouldn't say bye to, like, my nose hair trimmers. That's different. No, they've served me well. If you were leaving Bruce and Eli for, like, the rest of your life. No shits? You wouldn't say goodbye to them? 
They are fucking lumps on a chair. Oh my goodness. That's what they are here for. That's not true. They're made of fur. I know you. And they don't have a soul. I know you. You (laughs) cried so hard when our bunny died. Don't even try to say- I cried for you. You were sad. That would make me sad. You were sad because you are human. No. Yeah. You cried too. (sighs) But yeah, so that was just like a frustrating part. And then- and then the whole thing with um, them coming up to King's Landing gates and Cersei and the mountain and Euron and Missandei are... You're just saying names. I'm hardly keeping up with this. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, they, they're, like, standing up on, like, the pedestal over the mountain gates. Mountain person, not mountain. The object. mountain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is the hound's brother. I think that's what threw me off. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they're standing up on that, like, little pedestal thing up above the the gates it's to King's wall. Landing. The wall. Yeah, sure. It's wall. wall. Yep. And um, it, why didn't Cersei just have all of those dudes just wipe out the Unsullied and Daenerys? Cersei is very concerned with doing things the right way. She doesn't want to break parlay. She could have easily killed them. She has. She's historically very honorable in these situations. It's not true. Yes, it is. No, Just look it up. Not. Google it. She do a Yahoo search. She orchestrated an event to have all these people that she doesn't like together in one Fake spot. News. Fake news. No, so that way she could blow them all up with Fake wildfire. News. She no, that didn't orchestrated happen. that whole that thing. Didn't happen. Yes, it did. Pixar didn't happen. Season six, episode ten. I haven't seen it. Yes, you have. I haven't seen this fabled season six, episode oh my ten. <laughs> but. I and so this next episode, people are going nuts talking about how there's going to be a fourth dragon. People are going nuts over an episode. Well, weird, wow. right? Of Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But so people are saying there's like a fourth dragon somewhere, mm-hmm. and I guess in the books there's a dragon called Cannibal that comes from like Dragonstone. Not a dragon I'd like to fuck with. No, he's called Cannibal because he eats other dragons. So probably Rhaegar right now. Probably Drogon's gonna die if that's the thing. Or you had a theory. What was your theory? I'm still sticking with Daenerys is gonna turn into a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty credible, I think. It's well documented that the Mad King or one of those kings drank dragons fire or whatever. Yeah. Thinking he'd become a dragon. Well documented. Well documented. Yeah, they said it that one time. Mm-hmm. And if that guy thought he could do it, then maybe there's some like basis in history. Right. She can walk through fire. She's called the mother of dragons. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she'll turn to a dragon. A lady gave birth to a demon. Yeah. Right. It's not. I mean, she's a witch, wrong. so still like she can. And Arya can take on different faces somehow. Like Yeah, so there's a I lot think, of fantasy at play yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing, is like a lot of times you think Game of Thrones has no fantasy in it. But it does, it has a lot. Right. True. So she gonna be a dragon. Yeah. I mean I, I think I think you're probably right. And then she gonna have kids with Drogo, her her kid. She gonna have kids. She's gonna have ancestral kid. kids. Yep. I mean that's and not and then a whole new race of dragons. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But she's gonna die. No, she's not gonna die. She's going to be a dragon. She's going to be stuck in dragon form. She's going to be stuck in dragon form. So she can't be queen. Right. So she can't be queen. Mm. So John, ipso facto, has to be sitting on the iron throne. So technically, John could still ride her. (laughs) Ayo! 
Cut the check. That's it right there. Thank you for tuning yeah. into our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Take I'm a victory drink. I'm proud of myself for that one. That was a good one. Uh, that's bad. But John I, could show her his dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's already done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so th- those are our predictions for the next episode. I think we'll probably have this podcast edited and up. Do you think we'll have it up Sunday before? Probably, yeah. We probably will. Maybe. So, um, but if we don't... We set it here. What is the date and the time? Today is Saturday, May 11th. It is 1.01 p.m. I don't think she'll turn into a dragon until the last episode. No, I think she will because Euron, like, looks up and... Okay, so, like... Is this the second to last episode coming up? Yeah. Oh, shit. They have, like, um... In the preview for this next episode, Mm -hmm. it's, like, the camera's looking up at the sky... And then you look down at Euron, who's on his little ship, mm. and he is looking up at the sky, and you picture. hear a dragon roar. Yeah. And so, why would he be like, oh, right. dragon? Because it's a big-ass dragon. If it's a big-ass dragon. Right. And we can also look back, too, on the like opening credits of these episodes, on the little belt thing that, like, I don't really know what you call it. I've heard you talk about this fan theory before. But anyways, yeah. there's a picture, and there's... Three little dragons, and then there's a big dragon, and then in the background there's a comet. So it could be that Daenerys turns into this dragon because she is the mother of dragons, but it could also just be she's the mother of dragons. She's a big dragon. You never know. She's a big dragon. Never know. But this is our guess. Our guess is that Daenerys turns into a dragon. She's definitely a big drag. Oh. Oh, it's So... I think um, with all of our frustrations with Game of Thrones, do you think that it is still redeemable? Do you think like the next yeah, episode could good redeem ending. itself? I think a good ending will yeah. still wrap it all up nicely. Do you think a disappointing ending would be that like everyone survives and Cersei dies? Or do you think a disappointing ending would be like... Some, can, like, bullshit happens. It can end on a downbeat. I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, me too. You know, it's a, it's a drama. Yeah. It can end with Cersei killing them all and having nothing to rule. Or, yeah. you know, any of that shit. Like, I don't care. But, yeah, yeah it just it can't it can't puss out. That's the... So, uh, what would be pussing out? I don't know. I'd have to see it. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's just, like, if it's nonsense. Like, if they, if they don't have a, a logical... A logical reason why it's concluding the way it is mm-hmm. and it's just it's just because that's what they want an ending to be like we'll yeah. notice that's what the first four episodes were right it's just like okay we're just gonna do what we think the fans want to see right yes you know yeah it was a fan service fest yeah so and so that's disappointing right right or like at the end of uh this is the big example how i met your mother right oh yes you know it ends with ted falling in love with robin mm-hmm. and that's the it, it, it ruins it ruins the story. Right. You know, and it makes you not want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was one of my favorite shows, and now I can't even watch it knowing no. the ending. Yeah. Not at all. Um, so, coming up, though, we have some pretty good shows. Handmaid's Tale. The next season one? will come out... Which one's Handmaid's Tale? June Hands- 5th, Mains- I think. Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. You know what that one is. It's like a dystopian with uh, Elizabeth, I want to say Moss. But it is. Elizabeth I don't Moss. think that's right. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, you know what it is. Everyone knows what it is, and if you don't know what it, it is, the, watch like, it on Hulu. It has all the sun in it. It has all the sun. It's beautifully shot. Yeah. Beautifully shot. How beautifully? Beautifully shot. On a scale of B-E-A, 1 to 11, 12. Beautifully shot. That's going to get annoying if I keep doing that. Um, And another show... <laughs> another show that... I liked. I mean, I think you kind of liked it. You you were just kind of watching it as I watched it. But Big Little Lies, that's coming yeah, back in June as one. well. And that was a really good one. And then Stranger Things season three will be yeah. July fourth. I know a it's lot huge of people potential for big disappointment. Yeah, it is. I don't know why. I mean, because normally I think I I would honestly hate the second season, like most people do. No, most people don't hate the second season. They hate that one episode. Oh my! Like so many people I talk to just think that it. Who who was says awful. that? Name one person. Okay, not people I talk to. Name them by name. <laughs> I guess it's not people I talk to, but it's more like things I hear, like I write on. No, that everyone on loved Bob. Everyone. Loved everyone Bob. loved Good Guy Bob. Yeah. No one dislikes the second season. They hate that one episode. They just hate the episode. The thing with the second season is, it's like. Holy cow, I don't know how they pulled a whole nother season out of this story. Okay. That's that's what I feel. It's like, oh, yeah. shoot, they actually did it. Yep. I don't think they can do it again. Hmm. They might. They might. You never know. They never know. But I just, I don't know why I love that show so much, but I do. Like the music. The music's great. The kid actors. The kids are phenomenal, except for Max. I don't like Max. The visuals. Visuals, yep. Uh, the nostalgia, even though I can't really have nostalgia for a generation that I wasn't even a part of, I don't you know. Yeah, I think we have a nostalgia for those movies, though. Yeah, right? like the like, Goonies and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the Goonies. Like, we saw E.T. growing yep. up. Like, we have a nostalgia for that style. Hmm. Uh, and also, it's just before cell phones. And I think that's a yeah. huge thing for us. Like, that is huge. That's every like every millennial loves and hates cell phones. Like, right. We all use them a lot, but we know that they're super annoying and they just kind of take away from experiencing life. Yeah. yeah. And the Duffer Brothers said the creators of the show, they said that the reason why it takes place in the '80s is because they were like, this story is impossible with cell phones. Yeah. So they were like, well, let's choose this generation. That's my favorite thing with like modern horror movies. Mm-hmm. Is either they need to be based around like social media, yeah, right, like unfriended or uh, there's a couple uh, others, yeah, yeah, uh, and like involve cell phones, yeah, like to a stupid extent, right. or they need to have some bullshit reason why cell phones aren't working, right? It's, yeah, yeah, like it's great. like oh we're in the woods, yeah. I don't know why that my cell phone's not working. We're in a cabin in the middle of the woods, yeah. like yeah. There's no cell phone reception. Which, I did like that movie friend request though. It wasn't all that bad. I don't. Moving think on. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that one that you watched with the uh, the Asian dude that you said is pretty good? It was all screen, like cast or recording, whatever. Oh, um, searching, searching. Yes. Yes, the guy from Harold and Kumar. I think. Sure. I think that's the guy from Harold and Kumar. Um, I never saw those movies, so I'm not sure. No. But. No, that one was actually pretty good. It it wasn't too bad. I think that it just, like, flew under the radar a little bit. And there were moments I was like, okay, this, like, obviously couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was like his entire life was recorded. 
he was always on FaceTime conversations with, like, the police detective, and I don't think police detectives would actually be FaceTiming. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Here, quick, let me just uh, FaceTime this police detective. (laughs) Right. Hello, chief officer. And and the girl that went missing, she was constantly recording herself. So so the dad was constantly, like... And maybe, like, in other places of the world, everyone's more hip with technology, but when... A mainer looking at this, and like our parents do not know how to text properly. They don't know how to hey, use. Some do. They don't some like speech do. to text. Like my dad texts me, "How are you doing?" Period, and it came to a voice. He tried doing speech to text, but it came as a voice message. I think my dad's pretty tech savvy. Maybe. Story time. Story time. Can I tell the story of what happened to me today? Yes. Okay. Talking about cell phones. Yes. This is a big problem with them. So today I received a text message on my phone from a number that I did not know. And um, I'll just read it to you guys right now. It says, what's going on, Alex? It's Jen from Tinder. We spoke last time I was in Portland, but we never got together. We definitely have to chill this weekend. I'm here until next week, and I'm wearing your favorite thong. And then Uh, next, I received a picture of said girl in this thong. And I was like, um, what? So I was freaking out. and, um, And then I responded and I said, you don't need to be doing this to get a guy. You got more self-worth, girl. I deleted this pic, but delete this Alex guy's number and find a decent guy. And then I did a peace sign emoji. And then she was like, oh, wow, LOL. I didn't realize this was the wrong number. I'm so sorry. I met this guy on a dating site. And last time I was in the area, we were supposed to meet up. I'm Excuse glad, that pic. I'm glad that she felt the need to explain herself to yeah, you. Yeah, she didn't need to. I met this guy. And then she goes, well, I'm actually in town for a few days to relax and definitely not having any luck on these dating apps. What's your name? I'm Jen, by the way. (laughs) You could have made a new friend. Did she think I was a guy? You peaced out? Then she sent me another inappropriate photo of herself. What? Yes. She just doubled down? Yes. This random... This random person she didn't know. She, I mean, I thought I made it pretty clear that, I, I mean, I said, you don't, you have more self-worth girl like I said like girl like girl girl Girl. you know so I would assume she'd think it was a woman speaking with her you should have sent her back a pic of Helen Murin no and then so I said seriously please go find a nice guy it's not funny to send pictures of yourself like this to strangers and you should have a little more dignity please stop texting me man pulling out the 40 year old Sammy oh I forgot to say after she sent that second picture she said what would you like to do to this lol did you tell her that you were a 40 year old lady no I didn't say anything I told her stop texting me and that was it but this is the problem. She doubled down? It's such a frustrating thing. Like, Is she a it, bot? Is she like a... Uh, I had that thought. I had a thought that maybe it's a scam to try to get you to respond. Maybe. Maybe it's like a... Or maybe she's like a prostitute? Is that... Uh, I don't think so. Well, I mean, it's easier to solicit this stuff via random text. Maybe. Than it is like to stand on a street corner, right? I guess. I mean, it's easy. Just go on Tinder and you can find someone and prostitute yourself on that. Because that's basically all that site is. It's just like, and I'm sorry if people on here go on Tinder and use Tinder and have had actual decent relationships with someone because of this. But you heard it here first 
all Tinder users are prostitutes. No, I did not say that. I'm just saying. Search like, it on Bing. It's our, true. Our generation has just gotten so obsessed with being liked by someone that they feel like they need to go on apps and they need to be like be in their underwear and send pictures, inappropriate pictures of themselves to someone to get them to like them. No, in this world, there are decent people and we're learn like, we're teaching girls that it's okay for you to just be like, go on this app, find a guy, have a one night stand. Now, you did say that she blurred out her face and I think that... No, it was weird because she didn't blur out her face, she blurred out her phone. Oh, in the picture, like her picture, they won't recognize me if they know what my phone <laughs> looks like. So she took she took a selfie in a mirror. She wasn't naked. She was in her underwear, but still, she took and the phone is a little bit over her face, but you could still see like her eyes and her hair color, like everything like that. You could see that, and she but she blurred out her phone, which was covering like her mouth down. <laughs> so. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. And then the second picture, I mean, I didn't actually look at the second picture. I deleted it as soon as I got it. Um, I don't know if her face was in it. Was it a nice thong? Was it like a MeUndies thong? Stop it. No. It what? It's just frustrating to me that, like, I'm so glad that I met my husband at 19 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I never went on Tinder. I never had to do anything like that. To get a guy's attention or to get a well, guy yeah, to like you're not me. a prostitute. Well, no, it's just that the dating <laughs> scenes now, it just makes me so sad because like, yeah, I no. have friends who go on this app and then they get all sad when they don't find a good guy. Yeah, and, and you really shouldn't have to meet someone by debasing yourself. No, you shouldn't. No. And it's, it's very sad to think about that, like, that's what... A lot of this generation is is just hookups and and well yeah and you really can't win like with with any dating service apparently because no. you go on Christian Mingle and you end up getting hiring a hitman to kill your mom <laughs> yeah like every um, time Gypsy Rose Blanchard it happens every time yeah not every time but if you don't a lot of times people of our generation have found their spouses in college. Mm -hmm. people that don't go to college find someone at work go to a bar like go to a coffee shop like just have conversations with people that's a more decent way to meet someone I feel like than going on an app and having like your boobs on display because clearly a guy's not looking for a lasting relationship if you if you don't want to get married that's fine if you don't want to if you just I guess want... I just I don't have much advice to give <laughs> right and and I'm sure I'm gonna like make people mad team. with my advice too because I got yeah. married so young so I don't understand that we're, that we're whole go process from eleven listeners to seven <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> dang it I'm gonna make us lose them you're losing us money. Yeah, so I just think to have a little bit more self-worth and have a little bit more dignity and have a little bit more pride in yourself um, before you do something along those lines. And can I just point out another really weird thing about this? Hmm? This was at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Why is that weird? Why did she send it at 10 o'clock in the morning? That's foreplay. That's for, you start foreplay at 10. <laughs> she wants to get busy 10 night. She's going to start now. <laughs> Uh, one person does this? Like,
like, I get if you're desperate at the end of the night and you're like, oh, I'm just going to text a random number. She was sending a mimosa. <laughs> that's what she was doing. But, like, that's, 10 a.m.? Yes. No. No, you're not going to do this at 9 p.m. Because then it's like, uh, no, I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you had planned this earlier with me. But most people aren't like us, like, go to bed at 9 p.m. I think... I think people, people in are. relationships do that. I no. don't think single people do that. I think unless single Friday people have a plan. A Friday or Saturday night, I don't think people are doing that. I think it happens. I think it happens a fine amount. But yeah, that was a very weird situation for me to um, have happen this morning. Uh, I... Like we said, I don't know if it was, like, some sort of bot or a scam or something. But when I asked her to stop texting me, she stopped. So I'm thinking it was a real girl. Well, you also, you have to say stop to a bot. Stop in all caps. It's like, type stop. If you I want. didn't type it in all caps. Well, I don't think you need to do it in all caps. It's just what it says to do. Yeah. I think it's, like, doing bold. Like so what do you... Do you have any topics? Yeah, okay. I had a, I had a one topic planned. Um, and I thought, where'd it go? Where'd it go? I remember it anyways. Okay. This is John's political segment. No, politics. I thought we were yeah. going to get away from that. No, it, it can you insert like an intro here to John's political session? Sure. John's political session. Awesome. That's good. That's great music. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was reading today mm -hmm. that in all of history... No two candidates that have run for presidency have had beards, like, at the same time. There's never been a bearded candidate running against a bearded candidate. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's very strange. And so there have only been uh, five instances where a bearded candidate has run against uh, someone with no facial hair. So there's only ever been five... Bearded candidates for president? No, Is that what there, you're saying? There's been bearded candidates that have run against people with just mustaches. Mm. Uh, but so okay. there have been five instances of full beard versus baby face. Okay. Uh, and three of those mm -hmm. uh, times the bearded candidate won. So statistically, mm -hmm. you're more likely to be elected if you have a beard. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I feel like beards, like, when you don't have a beard, it depends on the person, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and it depends on how your beard grows. Because, like, some mm -hmm. people have those wispy beards that's, like, there's so much, you know, skin right. parts. Yeah. That looks weird. But I feel like, for the most part, people like people with beards. Yeah. People think, like men with beards. I think if Bernie grew a beard, mm -hmm. he would look a little too Jewish. Yeah. And I think that that might put off some, some people. <laughs> Especially people, our nation nowadays. Yeah, yeah, people are like that now. Yeah. But, you know, I think Joe Biden, he grew a beard. I mm. think it could help him. Maybe. Yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm a... Oh, I don't want to talk about politics. You Well, you got it. What... We've got to talk about bearded politics. Bearded politics. Yes. So did you say who the the bearded men I am men unwilling were? to do that much research. Oh, okay. But I'm assuming Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Was one of yeah. them. Abraham uh, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln grew a beard after presidency. Really? I believe, right? Because there was that whole, there's that funny letter from a girl that was like, maybe you wouldn't be so ugly if you grew a beard. <laughs> so yeah, you're a beard. right. I yeah. figured about that. Um... But Grant, 
Did Grant have one? Ulysses? Yeah. You know who would have rocked a beard? Who? George Washington. He's mm. so ugly mm. in all his portraits. I bet a beard on him would have looked awesome riding his steed with his cape. Yeah. Yep. For sure. It would have kept him warm. It would have kept him warmer? Yep. As he's being the... He was like... Is he like a general? Was that... Ooh. Washington? Yeah. Here comes a general. Rise, Rise up. up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's that's how I know all my history. <laughs> <laughs> only through Hamilton. Did that's, that's well, the only like, history that's ever stuck. anything about this? Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. You, you definitely piqued interest in history as soon as you heard the Hamilton musical. Yeah. Well, it's funny how much history he packs into that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally the only way I know anything about U.S. history is Hamilton. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm shit out of luck. Yeah. But, yeah, back to beards. Would you be more likely to vote for a bearded candidate? I mean, I I look a lot at what their stance is. Like, if it was Donald Trump who grew a beard, I'd be like, no way. Okay, so I still wouldn't like him. Don, yeah, Donald Trump could literally be the perfect, like, candidate. Yeah. And just seeing him, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to pull the trigger on that. He could look like Ryan Gosling, and I, I wouldn't care. No, I'd be more likely if he was Ryan Gosling. I'm saying that he looks like a Cheeto. Like, right? Like, that's... He's so orange. But he's... He has, like, such a puckered asshole face. Like, I couldn't do it. It'd be like voting for Rob Deerdeck before he grew a beard. Rob Deerdeck? Not Rob Deerdeck. Uh, Rob Kardashian. I don't know the fucking, his fucking name. Kardashian? Yes. The fat one? The fat brother? No. The the one. The the one that Chloe or what's her face did. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. The Kardashians. The one that Chloe the dated? The very punchable face. He had a very punchable face. Oh, Scott face. Disick. Yeah. Courtney dated him. Scott. Yes. When he grew the beard, he did, he does not have a punchable face anymore. Right. Exactly. That's he true. He is a perfect example of what a beard can do for someone. Yeah. That's true. Huh. There's also that photo of uh, Donald Trump. Like, right where they take his hair and they put it on his face. Yeah. And he's, like, bald with a beard. Much better. Yeah. Much better. I think half of my issues with Donald Trump are that he's just, he looks like he does. Who's another person with a punchable face? Oh, punchable faces. There's, there's another one there's that I... There's a few. There's a few I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, who is it? If I can be honest, I think Jimmy Fallon kind of has one. Uh, His personality helps create that, I think. I just want... Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of Jimmy Fallon. No. Jimmy Kimmel is the superior Jimmy. And Conan is okay, the good. superior of late night talk shows. Yeah. Uh, modern Jerry Seinfeld. I think he has a punchable face. Mm. No, he's always had a punchable face. I don't think so. I think he fit the 90s aesthetic well enough. I, I just don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I really don't. Uh, he's kind of a... An asshole. I think now you can see you can see the fumes of his own arrogance, like yeah, lifting his nostrils into a punchable position. Yeah, like he says something about how you're not a comedian unless you do stand up comedy. Like true, you no, no, you can be Gus Johnson. You don't think he's a comedian? He does stand up comedy. No, he, he does doesn't. live shows. No, he does live shows. That's not stand up comedy. That's stand up comedy. He might be sitting down, but still stand up. 
Oh, I found a Reddit uh, thread about which famous person has the most punchable face. Oh, hell yeah. Lay that down. Oh, Joffrey from oh, Game of, course, of Thrones. Oh, of course, Duh. Joffrey. That's kind of cheating. If he had a beard, would it be so punchable, you think? Like, if I don't he... think it would be as punchable. I don't. I really don't. Like, Ned Stark had a beard, and he was like... I would never punch that face. So fatherly and so lovely. So fatherly. I think if Joffrey Jamie had a Lannister, beard... Jamie Lannister, he got that beard. The thing when Joffrey's face... Yeah, he... Is so fucking handsome now that he has a beard. Yeah, but before he looked like Prince Charming from Shrek. Yeah. Yeah, he just did not know. Yeah. Yeah, but Joffrey, he has such a small face. Mm. It's very squished, and I think a beard would help make it look a little more proportioned and less punchable, for sure. Yeah. Who else is on that list? I really like this list. Uh, One person said, I'd say Stallone, but he looks like he's fallen down a never-ending staircase. If you want to break your hand, you punch his face. Uh, Ted Cruz. Ted <laughs> yeah, Cruz definitely Ted. does. <laughs> yeah, he, has, he just looks like he's taking a shit there. <laughs> I don't really want to punch his face. I just don't want to be near him. Jeez, uh, there's a lot of them that I don't actually agree with. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel, no. Before beard, maybe. Maybe before beard. No, nah, He looks a lot then. better with his beard. He does. Um... <laughs> Awful. Whenever someone says like a woman has a punchable face, like someone says um, something along the lines of "I'd like to punch her in the mouth with my wiener." It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. I mean, who couldn't see the internet coming on that one? Uh, uh, so, what woman has a punchable face? I've never thought of any woman as having a punchable face, but uh, clearly that's something that society. Jodie Foster. Done. Who's that? Um, she was in. The Hannibal movie, Silence of the Lambs, she's the woman. No. Right? I would say the the lady who was in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest more. The Which nurse. Oh, the nurse. Huh. Maybe. Maybe it's just because it's the nurse and you want to see Jack Nicholson choker. Like, Anna Kendrick? Who wants, wants Anna Kendrick? Who wants to punch Anna Kendrick? No. I'm gonna punch you. There's no uh, there's just no such thing as a woman that has a punchable face. I think that's yeah. I think we're too we're too yeah, rightfully so, we are too weary about punching women in the face. The top ten most punchable faces of twenty eight oh Kanye West. Yep. I get that. Uh, there's so much baggage with Kanye West though. I think mm. that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh. Who? Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. The Supreme Court Justice? Yep. Yep. He's got one. No beard, too. For sure. What about Ansel Elgort? Do you think he's yeah, a, a little bit. Well, I think he's airing more on the side of just, like, a baby face. Like, a cute old, cute, cute baby face. Like, yeah. That dude's having, that dude's having trouble with uh, puberty. And it's kind of cute. Yeah, I can't find any more... Like, that I agree with, because they're, oh, um, Todd from Breaking Bad. Yep, Todd from Breaking he Bad. He definitely has a punchable face. Oh, uh, Brad Pitt. No. Yes, it's too perfect. It's so perfect that you just want to, you just want to mar it just a little bit. Like, holy shit, dude. No. I'm, I'm really wondering, though, if these punchable faces had. Beards. Beards. I don't know if Todd's would be helped with a beard. He's got those beady eyes. Mm, the eyes definitely yeah. do not help. 
Um, I think he could go with just a mustache and just lean into it, right? Like, just kind of look like a pervert. Yeah. Right? Because right now it seems kind of like he's trying to hide it. Oh, my gosh. Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. No. He has a punchable face. No, he face. doesn't. Yes, he does. He has an everyman's face. No. Yeah, it is. Uh, I would say Leonard has more of a punchable face from that show than Sheldon. Leonard? Are you kidding? He's a little cutie. He was cute in Christmas Vacation. I just broke broke us. Guy Fietti. He's got a beard and a punchable face. That dude has bleached hair. That's that Trump's beard. That's that's unfair. That's unfair. That is like putting a sticker on yourself that says, punch my face. <laughs> punch my face. Right? I'm a douche. <laughs> uh. That is what bleached hair is saying. It's a billboard saying, asking you, punch my face. Yep. Clearly, that's that's cheating. It is. That's cheating. But he has a punchable face and he has a beard. So. Agree, disagree. You're wrong. Hmm. You're wrong. But you agree he has a punchable face. He does have a punchable face, but I'm saying the variable of bleached hair is too unfair to throw in there. That is ruining the experiment. Oh, you know who also has a punchable face? Like, so growing up. Joel Osteen. Ooh, yes. Joel Osteen definitely does. Gotta hide his face whenever we see it. Yes. Or else it'd just be punching bookstores (laughs) down. Yeah, whenever we go to Barnes and Noble or any sort of bookstore, we always just turn his books around because no one should be reading Joel Osteen books. They should not be sold. No. PSA. Get rid of them. But uh, do you remember that TV show One Tree Hill? Yeah, of course I do. So I watched. Never saw the tree. (laughs) Fucking piss me off. (sighs) Or the hill. What hill? The town is called Tree Hill. What hill has one tree? It's called, the town is called Tree Hill. I never even see them on an incline. And the thing is, is that it's, there's only one Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. That's why it's called that. Tree Hill. Is the hill named Tree? North Carolina. No. Anyways. I don't fucking get it. On One Tree Hill. Yeah. The dad of Nathan and Lucas, he has a punchable face. Uh... Dan Scott, I think is his name. It's uh, been so long since I've I watched that. I cannot remember his face. But while you were looking it up, yeah. Chuck Bass, if we're on the subject. Chuck Bass. Oh, my God. Why the world's we... most punchable face. Seriously. Easily. 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 I'm holding up a picture of him right now so that you can all see I mean, every, if you don't know who Chuck Bass is, he plays... Well, Chuck, actually, Chuck <laughs> Bass. That's his character's yeah. name on um, Chuck Ass, Gossip like Girl. It. Right. And, oh, my word, he's awful. Yeah, he's the worst. Did you hear my Chuck-ass joke? Yes. Okay. This guy. This is the guy from One Tree Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks like a jabron. Yeah, Jabrons sure. are deserving of being punched. I want to say, like, a funny, like, Jimmy Tatro jabron. Yeah. Ed Westwick <laughs> is... Chuck Bass's real name. I want to see if I can find a picture of him with a beard. <laughs> see if that makes it any better. If if you can, then that is... Oh, he looks more douchey with the beard. That's it's a 5 a o'clock stubble. shadow. That's it's, a 5 o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a late night drinking. That. It wasn't able to shave. He's still... He looks... No. Oh my gosh, look at that mustache. 
Ooh, could that could that be like the ad for our this episode? Could is, could that be what you put up? He actually looks a lot better there. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. The fuller the beard, the more trustworthy the person. Yeah, and the less likely you are to punch them yep. or want to punch or them. Want to I punch should them. say. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about any of our sponsors. Because <laughs> we don't have any. Right. Okay. If you would like to sponsor us, you can contact us on our Instagram at Sammy Sturd, S-A-M-Y-S-T-U-R-D. And don't, just don't even bother contacting John because That's right. it's a waste of time. Yeah. Um, so I hope you liked episode two of Sturd Event. Um, and if you have any ideas or anything you want us to talk about, any questions that you have for us, just send me a DM and we'll figure it Slide out. Slide into your DMs. Slide on in. Even though I, I don't agree with it. Oof. I don't agree with that at all. Inappropriate. Our generation so Please inappropriate. Don't slide into my wife's DMs. <clears throat> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening last week and and everyone who listens this week. We're so, so happy that people have listened and are seemingly liking it, I guess. Um, no, I didn't say anything. Probably yeah, five only one person that said that they really liked it, but... You didn't say you liked it. Thanks, JR. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you all next week. We're hoping to put out um, a new podcast every Sunday, uh, so that way you can start your week off on Mondays, all nice and happy with some John and Sammy. Oh. Okay, we gotta wrap up because I gotta pee real bad. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you. What?